Now, I have a question for one of you, which is that, um, now, not to put you on the spot, Matthew, but you did just write something on your hand in Sharpie, and I'm desperate to know what it is. <laughs> Sorry, I was writing down the timestamp so I can cut all this shit out. <laughs> do, you, do you not have a computer? to Brain Scramblies, your favorite What We Do in the Shadows rewatch podcast. I'm Claire. This is Carson. Richie. I'm Matt. And today we are watching What We Do in the Shadows Season 1, Episode 7, The Trial. Although before we get started, one item of business. There was a call out last episode to have listeners email us. We did have, drum roll please, one listener <laughs> email us. Shout out Allison, <laughs> our new favorite listener who sent us an email uh, that was very wholesome. So I'm just saying, if you send us emails, you'll get a shout out at the beginning of the show. If we ever get to the point where we run like a contest of some kind, it's just going to be named after this lady. It's going to be called like the Allison whatever, <laughs> like sweepstakes. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's our it's our number one fan, I'm pretty sure. Well deserved. So uh, are we going to dive right in with our first and most famous segment, the Richie Recap? <laughs> Let's get Ricky to recap. I think Richie should do it. Richie can try. You know, we talk about efficiency, but this sting is about 30 seconds long. <laughs> it's 18 seconds long. All right, okay. Sorry. It feels like 30 seconds. It feels like five minutes. All right, go ahead, Rich. <laughs> this episode starts out with the vampires realizing that the Baron is dead since he was killed by Guillermo last episode by the sunlight. But since they're all in drug blood, they have no idea how he was actually killed. While they are throwing a ceremony for him and burying his body, ravens start to swarm around their house and they're eventually summoned to the vampiric council an ancient council of very important vampires that kind of control and discipline vampires who break the law after being summoned they then go to this vampiric council filled with many vampires and very many uh, cameos and guest stars within the council eventually the council decides that laszlo uh, nadja and nandor were responsible for killing the baron and they summon them to death by sunlight, such as the wave death that the Baron experienced. While they are about to get killed by the sunlight, Carl Robinson saves the day with an oversized umbrella that he bought from a hardware store, and he is able to rescue the vampires, and they leave the well in which they are in alive, and the, uh, the episode kind of just ends there. Quick Ooh. one. Quick one this time. Efficiency! I love it! I'm digging it. Yeah. Plot-wise, I think... It's a very streamlined episode. Like, I feel like the last couple episodes have been kind of more loose, but this is like a very like clear, like it's start finish. To me, it's one that sets up a lot of stuff that comes back later. Like oh, it's yeah, not, 100%. not a lot of stuff is resolved, but it sets up like Guillermo killing vampire. Well, you know, following from the previous episode, yeah. it sets up him killing vampires, sets up the Baron coming back, like kind of, uh, you know, sets up the vampiric council, like introduces the guide. Wow. Somebody do be honking outside my window. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's it's setting up a lot of stuff. Definitely. That was something I definitely did not remember. Like the the fully the Baron just alive. Like they show like they pour the the blood in his well, mouth and I don't think that I noticed my first watch through. I don't think that I noticed that he was still alive. Like so they basically have this charred remains of the Baron, which whoever made the prop for that fucking great. And then You didn't get their his... name? No, I'm sorry, I didn't. I you don't get a shout out. I didn't email that no. person. Um, oh damn. 
and the baron like opens his eyes and i don't think i it's like kind of subtle or maybe it's not and i didn't notice it the first time but i they're yeah, like I bright red too. eyes they're like, okay yeah. well yeah right. i i noticed it the first time watching like the episode ever but i just i didn't think that like means that he was still alive i just thought that was like maybe something just happens to burn vampires their eyes just like glow the only reason i noticed it was because they did that kind of like creepy music sting that they have that goes like yeah exactly (laughs) and i was like oh that means something important just happened it's like you're playing a video game you're like okay yeah (laughs) the weird ceremony that they have for the baron is very strange he gets planted between not planted He's buried. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 well, I guess he did though, because he yeah. just spent the whole time sapping energy. They planted. They planted him. Well, he he like osmosises like the blood from the uh, like the other victims that they yeah. Like, oh, you know, bury in the ground. Right? I didn't. I didn't write this down because I thought it was a crude thought at the time. But now that I'm thinking about it, I have to say it on the show. So he gets planted, as Laszlo says, between planted. two topiaries that are his favorite. Yeah, his planted. two favorite vaginas. His two favorite vaginas, his mother's and his wife's. And all I could think of was, well, he came out of one, he comes in the other. God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry about that, but that's just what was in my head. <laughs> that is an incredible line. How do we move on from that? Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's a lot of ravens. I, I'll mm. give my shout out mm. to Kristen Chawl in this episode because I love oh her. God. And I so think good. it's hilarious that they got her for this character, who she plays brilliantly, I'll say. I do like that she basically is just doing her very signature kind of, I don't know how you describe her voice, but with like a vague Eastern European accent. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, like it's almost low effort enough to be like insulting but she pulls it off and that it's so ridiculous it's funny christian shaw is always so good and she actually delivered the performance that made me laugh first in this episode because she kind of shows up after all these ravens come around the house to summon them to the vampiric council and she's like why didn't you reply to any of the ravens and they're like we didn't know how and she like very <laughs> like painstakingly describes like all you have to do is grab the raven and say yes i heard your message <laughs> <laughs> and um that made me laugh because she was just being so pedantic about it I did watch this episode with my parents, and that, that, that got my dad. That line right there, that was- Did like, it? That was the first oh Brad line right there. Okay. Brad I feel Bird. like I feel like the dad the dad energy there is in Nandor when he's saying, why couldn't you have just called? Like, just pick up the phone. <laughs> no, no. The line that clearly got him was, you just, like, grab the raven and you just talk back to it. And you send it back on the but, Okay, my question about that, though, is, like, does Nandor know how to use a phone? Because, like, he doesn't really know how to use email. I was thinking the same thing. He knows it real quick. Like, Yeah, it's kind of presented like not just almost like the tech savvy one. I'm mm. going to use that term like loosely, though, amongst the crew. So I was surprised to hear Nandor say like, why don't you just telephone? But I, I guess he also says telephone as if it's like a verb as well. So maybe that that kind of shows his, his knowledge. The telephone has been invented in like the late 1800s. He's had a lot of time to get used to it is what you're saying? Yeah. His version of a telephone is not like an iPhone, right? That's going to be something stuck to the wall. Do they have a landline? I feel like if there's a house on that block, they have a landline still. It's their house. What happens next in this episode? Well, we find out that Laszlo turned a baby into a vampire because he was bored, which is a fucking insane thing. And now the baby lives in the Bronx. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. That's that's one of my favorite bits in the whole show. Is it really? Uh, I, lo- yeah. I love the baby vamp. Just turns a, va- a vamp a baby into a vampire and leaves him in the Bronx. Is that- that's <laughs> hilarious. 
That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, and that's then it something comes I would back later. Yeah, he's in the vampiric <laughs> yeah. council for for I don't know. <laughs> it's so good. Offering his baby vampire advice. Yeah. I I think my favorite part about the baby vampire bit is like how earnest Laszlo is. Is like, yeah, that was a mistake. That was a <laughs> that was an awful decision. It's like should not have done that. Yeah, except but, when he I'm says just... that he's Jack the Ripper, he just like admits it, but like doesn't really seem remorseful. But the baby, he's like, all right, that was too far. <laughs> yeah, he has I'm very a fatherly side. Yeah. As to like the ramifications of having a baby as a vampire. Okay, like, does this baby yes. become smarter? Can it eventually Can talk? It learn? Or does it like? Does it have the intelligence of a baby forever? Because its is brain it is still a baby's brain. Matt, I'm going to defer to you for this one as the brain expert. Like, <laughs> can you learn as an adult if your brain doesn't become an adult's brain? So a very weird question that doesn't really make sense with the science, but to take what I think your <laughs> wait, wait, question was. But you cannot answer this question? Can you learn as an adult if your brain is not an adult's brain? That yeah, that's question. What yeah. What does that mean? So, like, you're stuck with the physical brain of a child, but could you, of a like, baby. yeah, have a baby? Yes. Thank you for that pedantic comment. Um, but... <laughs> no, there <laughs> are there physical differences. Yeah. If you, if you were, to, could you? Yes, Rich. No, you can, you can continue. Continue. No, no, no. Your comment is gonna. Well, I was just gonna say, are you guys familiar with Boss Baby? <laughs> <laughs> I know Matt is, so... Because that, wow. that is very much a baby with a very much adult mind. Intimately familiar so. with Boss Baby, unfortunately. One might say that, yes. yeah. So you're saying Boss Baby's a vampire. That's that's what we're saying right now. I mean... That's the only thing that makes we sense. Alec Baldwin did kill someone. I could see it. I could see Boss Baby being a vampire. Have you ever yeah. seen Boss Baby eat anything? I haven't. No, I, the only bo I saw Boss Baby the original theaters, and I have not seen boss baby since that's not what i was paying attention to while watching boss baby <laughs> okay we can't keep polluting <laughs> oh, what uh watch yourself uh <laughs> <laughs> whoa all i'm saying is i have yet to see boss baby eat anything i have seen him drink what was supposedly coffee but maybe it was mm, blood could have been blood both dark liquids oh. both dark when you said boss baby eat anything i thought you were like like a special like boss baby colon eat anything <laughs> 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 like like using like man versus food or something like that. <laughs> it's like third up on the menu. It's like human liver. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> will the yeah. boss baby eat it? The family dog. Will boss baby eat it? Alec Baldwin, if you listen to this, that's a great idea. That's that's Dude, next to the ne boss baby cinematic world. Netflix has the boss baby show right now that's currently going. Do you think that we can exactly. get like season five? Like boss baby eat anything. <laughs> Dude, I'd watch it. Boss baby, eat anything. That's the same like grammar as I am dreaming, I am trained. God. Okay, where were we? Oh, the baby. I was, I was trying baby. to. Boss baby. I was trying to answer your question about okay. about childhood brain development. Yes, thank you. Is is, is your question? No, a baby does not have the same mental faculties as an adult. But it's an interesting question because if we look at the adult vampires, you can clearly learn and gain memories yeah. even after they're dead or right. they have stopped growing quote unquote which would preclude their brain also stopping its functions as we understand it then it makes you wonder what happens to a vampire brain i don't know but it's an interesting idea that it still functions uh even though they are 
quote unquote dead. So does the baby form memories? I think only as much as a baby could. Which is like not basically, right? A very short memories. They can learn, but they can't form mm-hmm. memories really. They can form like impressions. What a crazy existence. <laughs> yeah, but hey, he got a seat on the council. So like clearly his input is valuable. It's true. He's holding on the Bronx. He just Google Gaga's. go to the temple of blood devourers oh okay i have a tangent which is that i love that the temple of blood devourers is in a business park because i (laughs) love business parks i don't know if you guys know this about me business parks are one of my favorite places to just like exist in the world they're like soul sucking yes and that's what i love about that like isn't it so fascinating didn't you say you have something about like the planned spaces of it oh constructed spaces yes like okay like a business park to me is like a drabber version of like an ikea or like um like a disney world you know where it's something that humans have specifically constructed like it didn't come about naturally is that humans plan this space to be like humans will want to be here but business parks they did it so badly that nobody wants to be there but you know what i mean like there's like parks there and stuff there's like little shops and it's all artificially constructed and like planned out but it's just like so devoid of like any sort of love or meaning or interestingness i just it's like just like the building equivalent of colin robinson like i just love business parks you guys (laughs) (laughs) they're just really i love them a lot that's a great that's a great quote the building equivalent of colin robinson you're very right though yeah colin robinson wants to love a business park yeah it reminded me of when i go to my dentist anyway so that's my business park they, they they like they go to the, yeah. the vampiric council, which she, like, puts the sign up for? Like, does the in sign the always exist there? That's, That's a good question. My other question. It's like, well, it I don't was, know. It's interesting that she does that because it implies in the same way that when she mentions the, like, fire marshal, that they kind of, ta- like, are tacitly acknowledged by whatever, like, government forces or, like, organizational forces are there, right? Because she's like, no, hmm. we can't have real torches. Like, the fire marshal would have a fit. Which I'm like... You must, like, hypnotize him to know you're not a vampire, but then why not just hypnotize him to think know like, you don't exist? Vampires? I don't know. It's really, I don't know. It's a weird, okay, like, Okay, but this is implying that understand. the fire marshals aren't energy vampires, which I feel like they mm. must be. That would be a great job for a fire marshal. For an Building inspectors, vampire. any yeah. sort of inspector, yeah. Any, any pedantic person. Like you, Matt. <laughs> there <laughs> okay, we go. Thank okay. you, guys. <laughs> there we go. Zynga. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, the guide keeps just like teleporting around. Oh, oh yeah. great, Kristen Shaw. I don't even know her. Did she get a name? I don't. Is she just the guide. guide? Just the guide, yeah. The guide, the floating. She just like keeps. Like and Nadja is surprised by it every single time. It's very funny. Oh yeah, and the fact that she glides, like I, I, I love that. Like it's so good. <laughs> she's like, watch your step. I don't have to, but I glide, and she's clearly <laughs> taking a step. And I was like, hold yeah. on, she's clearly would... walking here. I was wondering how they filmed that in the hallway, because she does look like she's gliding as compared to their walking. She does, for most and... of it, but as soon as she says, I glide, she takes a, like obvious step. I was like, oh. Well, I was wondering if they put her on like one of those hoverboard things and just had her go real mm. slow. They, like, I, ha- I she like, had to do like, hoverboard had, like, training. Cart. That does feel like very cart? 2019. Yeah. Is 2019? Yeah. A little bit before yeah. that, but still, yeah. Wild. Swagways or whatever. And then uh, they get to a room that has Dave Batista in it, so... Oh. I, I loved Dave Batista's appearance. 
He's the best uh, gay ally. I'm obsessed with him. <laughs> he's so camp. He's a local boy. Is, is he really? He? Had no he's idea. from around here. He's from D.C. I bet he's visited a business park in Reston, Virginia. Maybe that was his inspiration for this character. <laughs> <laughs> they put him in a ton of makeup, though. Like, for a second, I was like, that's yeah. not Dave Bautista. I was like, can't be Dave Bautista. And then he spoke, and I was like, that's Dave Bautista. Well, to be fair, he's in a ton of makeup in Guardians of the Galaxy, too. So. That's true, but he still looks more like Dave Bautista than in this. He's got, like, some weird nose thing going on here. And then who was the person sitting next to him? You mean Basilica the Defiler? Ah, uh, yes, thank, thank you. She did she's, too much she, defiling. Too much defiling. She's not, like, a super well-known actress. I, like, looked into it. Oh, but... okay. Oh. Because I was curious. Because there was a ton of cameos in this episode, which I'm sure we will get to. But cameo she did a terrific job. She did, as, as yeah, defiling. killing it. Well, Dave Bautista's character was just named Garrett. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm on... I'm on Basilica de Defiler, the actress, Alexandra Henriksen. I'm on her IMDb page. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know there were things called lists. And there's this list that she's, like, featured on. Uh And, like, the lists are people I like, hot actresses, chicks, (laughs) hot, attractive, beautiful woman. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Wait, why is this so redundant? It just is. that There's different ones made by different people. I'm looking. I I want to see if it's House Beast. Sorry, those are different House Beast for enemy. (laughs) <laughs> Our mortal enemy, House Beast. House well, Rich... Beast, if you write in, uh, we're not going to feature you at the beginning of the show. Sorry. Uh, my first laugh of this episode, my first my first real laugh of this mm. episode, was uh, when they said, we've been in here for a thousand years. <laughs> they proceeded <laughs> to say 1932. <laughs> and we find out that Vasilica is in there for too much defiling, which I was like, so true, Queen. And Garrett is in there because he was framed for Laszlo's crime of uh, turning a baby into a vampire. <laughs> He, he spells his... out in graphic detail what he yeah. can do to, to the person if he ever finds him. Yeah. And Lazo's like, well, I'll keep a lookout. <laughs> <laughs> I also, um, another line from Christian Shaw that made me laugh was when, uh, she, so she's taking Guillermo to, like, the familiar's room, which honestly, kind of nicer than a lot of the other familiar rooms, but whatever. They're going there, and he, like, looks at the torch and uh, she's like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm warming my face. It's so cold in here. And she says, well, it's an LED light. <laughs> and she's like, we can't have fire. It's an enclosed space. Are you crazy? <laughs> I just appreciate that. Let me laugh. Her delivery is really good. Yeah, I'm glad they kept her as a regular character throughout the oh couple seasons. Me too. She's such a strange character, both in terms of her acting and her character, but also then like where she exists in the vampire world. I see a lot of little TikTok edits of her and, and Nadja being a little. Oh, yeah? Oh. Yeah? Let me see those, Claire. I wonder why you see those, Claire. <laughs> yeah, the algorithm pin, hmm. pin, pinned you down there, bud. Gosh. Funny, funny, funny. I wonder what search terms I might have put in there. <laughs> <laughs> like you put in that bucket. <sighs> Meanwhile, there's literally a scene in one episode where Nandor and Laszlo agree to go jerk each other off. Yeah, but no, none, nothing for the, nothing for the dykes. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> oh. You know what they say. Naja eat anything, so <laughs> I'm just hoping one of these days. Not I mean we know Whoa. we know We know Naja and the washerwoman. Oh, happen. actually so true. Oh my god, so, I forgot about that. Not only does she have experience, but she has centuries of it. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, listen, that's all I want in the new season. The familiar room 
we see Guillermo talk to a bunch of other familiars who mm-hmm. some of them are quite old and they talk still hopefully about becoming a vampire. I guess they're the familiars to the vampiric council. And it's then that we see Guillermo realize or at least finally realize that like he's never going to become a vampire on his current yeah. path. And yeah. so we see that as like a pretty fundamental shift for Guillermo as he's mm. sitting in like a place with no chairs for him and realizing that his life has been a lie to that point. And then and then obviously later in the episode he kills another vampire and I think this is the another strong turning point for the character of Guillermo becoming who he is later on. See, but I feel like he almost has like five different turning points like this. Like later in other seasons he gets that same kind of realization that like, hey, like it's a slope, not a drop. He really does. I will never be a vampire. Yeah, he like has to learn it over and over and over again. Because I think, uh, <laughs> I, w- I wish this weren't relatable. Um, I feel like even though he was like told oh. <laughs> that he can't have the thing, <laughs> he still thinks that he will someday, and then it doesn't happen. You know. We move on to the vampire council uh, with all the celebrities. We we see the celebrities do a. But- dance number yeah it's really good the vampires our vampires don't seem to appreciate do they they're just kind of they're like oh okay what the fuck is this so i have a fun fact about this one actually oh please uh uh so they rehearsed the the dance scene with like they like choreographed it got choreographers on set and had like a real dance crew come in to to do the dance scene but then they had the three vampires from the original what we do in the shadows movie kind of do their best to keep up and kind of intersperse around so you see, like Taika Waititi's face, like pop out, like, like ah, yeah, and like yeah. try to scare as, as they're it's like cute. doing their little dance around. It's really cute. I liked that they brought back the um, the vampires from the movie. It was really wholesome. Yeah. So apparently they'd been looking for a way to do that. Like yeah. they, they, so this was like planned out from early, like sketchboards of the season. They they'd been looking cute. for a way to get the vampires back in. I will say I think this is like one of the worst directed scenes I've ever seen in a TV show <laughs> as it was so <laughs> confusingly shot and it was partly because of the uh, blocking of where the characters were standing in like a circle or semicircle around them and so the camera would just cut to like an individual standing alone no, that's and it was they partly it because separately. they filmed it they yeah, filmed it yeah. separately yeah they filmed it separately, but they gave us no background to go off of. Mm, that's true. Mm. And so we just saw, like, character, character, character. And then sometimes, I guess, the people who were there in person, we saw another person's shoulder or whatever. But even the dance, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what is happening? Ca- yeah, it's like yeah. they filmed it from, like, nine different angles ten times yeah. and then cut together the footage with that quite odd, like, borderline calliope music they had. I did not like it. <laughs> Yeah, so they they definitely did shoot it like all the celebrity cameos at different times, just celebrity. Yeah, they were schedules. they were pretty clearly green screened in. I'll say yeah. someone some was not great. Yeah, yeah. Although uh, I will bad. say, really coming out strong with Tilda Swinton, I fucking love Tilda Swinton. <laughs> so my, yeah, she's sick. I had to look this up. I had no idea what movie she was a vampire oh, in. So yeah, they, they were all vampires in other movies. Tilda Swinton, only lovers left alive. Which I have not seen, but I just want to point out, like, it's not them as their vampire character. It's just the actor, which, like, implies that everybody who plays a vampire in Hollywood is a vampire. So is that, like, only, like, vampires go out for vampire roles? See, you say that, but I take this as confirmation that 
what we do in the shadows is part of the MCU. What do you mean? Because of, what? Because Wesley Snipes as Blade. He's in oh. Marvel. He he will be in Marvel. Oh, yeah. interesting. Okay, so like actually, Mahershala Thanos... Ali is gonna be playing Blade. But when Thanos you know... did the snap, like which ones of the vampires disintegrated? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but did they? Are they alive? Mm, they might have all just lived. Ah. So oh. they didn't even notice. Like half the world population, but they were just on Staten Island, so they're like, I don't fucking see anything. They're on their own street. Shawnee's <laughs> yeah, alive, exactly. so it doesn't matter. It was harder for them to feed, and they didn't know why. It is why they don't Shawnee. go to. Uh, it is why they don't go to. Wait, where's where's a uh, where's Spider Man? Queens, New York. Queens? He's in New York, Queens. Yeah. No, I know well, that, but like, which is he? In Queens? New York City. <laughs> yeah, that's why Queens. they don't so, go to Queens because Spider Man's there. If uh, an actor plays a vampire, is a vampire. That bring up some, some ethical concerns because in Twilight there is a baby vampire, and as so we've gone over, baby vampires are very much frowned upon. Dude, Renesmee. <laughs> Dude, why was Jared Leto not there? Obviously, they probably just did not want him there. I probably wouldn't. Morbius. Want him either. He had yet to play a vampire. Morbid time. Wait, Morbius is a vampire? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, Rich, we gotta watch that movie. I was just blown away that they got Pee Wee Herman in there. Paul Rubens. Yeah, that's why. Oh my god, watching. he's Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> yeah. What? I didn't look him up. What did he? He was clarify? in Buffy the Vampire know. Slayer. Buffy the yeah. Vampire Slayer. I know him as Pee Wee Herman though, because I used to watch a lot of Pee Wee oh. Herman in the car on road trips. It's actually crazy. It would have been funny if Pee Wee Herman was just a vampire, not like the Buffy the Vampire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Danny Trejo is also here. Yeah, Danny Trejo, who was in From Dusk Till Dawn. None of these movies that I've seen, to be honest. I've seen From Dusk Till Dawn, but it was a long time ago. Oh, okay. And then Evan Rachel Wood from True Blood. Um, and then they allude to Rob, who I assume is Robert Pattinson from Twilight. Yes. Yeah. And then Tom, Brad, and Kiefer, none, uh, none of whom I looked up. I don't know. Yeah, so uh, they reference Robert Pattinson, Kiefer Sutherland, Brad Pitt, and Tom Cruise as vampires. Tom Cruise was absent. a vampire? Interview with a vampire. Oh, I thought they I just meant say. like Scientology sucks the blood out of you. Or... Mm. And then, uh, so they did reach out. Uh, but like they i don't think they, they ever heard back so they reached out to all three but they never heard back from from any of the three oh. but i feel like they got quite a, quite a few bites you know i also bites haha i also just uh <laughs> i want to shout out the what we do in the shadows fan wikipedia because um the way that they write this is so funny like the quote that i have is wesley snipes was played by wesley snipes <laughs> <laughs> just really funny for no reason so uh, the other fun fact I have on this episode is uh, they reached out to, to Brad Pitt's people as well because apparently he had played a vampire in, in a movie. I don't know. Interview with the vampire. Interview. Thank you, Richie. Uh, and the, apparently his people were really open to it, but they were just so full shooting vampire oh, cameos man. that they dropped the ball and no one ever like got back to him, apparently. Oh, no. oh. That would have been a big get. Oh, my gosh. So... Uh, so that that's why one of the reasons why Brad Pitt just gets a mention instead of actually there. I like knowing that Brad Pitt was open to it. That kind of makes me feel good about Brad Pitt. <laughs> I like Brad Pitt. Yeah. I think he's a cool dude. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe not. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt was Billy Bean in Moneyball. So, so always, true. Always be cool. <laughs> so true, Rich. Dude, he made he made Billy Bean cool. Brad Pitt fucks. Yeah, dude. The A's nowadays, garbage. <laughs> but, but back in the back in the Moneyball days. Back too. in the day. Uh, and they also asked Kate Blanchett to show up. 
uh, until I realized that she had never actually played a vampire and that wires had gotten crossed somewhere. It's so like, uh, you actually can't be in this episode. That'd be We're funny sorry. though. It's like, oh no, she just went in real life. Like, don't worry. Yeah, That's and so like, funny. oh, you actually like can't be in this episode because you haven't yeah. been a vampire. Tragic. But apparently, she was super down. So, I feel like everybody wants to do just like a little cameo because like that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Also, sure. uh, it it really brought a smile to my face to see Taika Waititi and Jermaine Clement. It actually like yes. really it made me happy a lot. I feel like it's bad at this point that Jermaine Clement to me is just Timotoa from Moana, and I feel really bad about it. <laughs> You know what but else? I love you, know the what song. A, you know what other movie he's in? Avatar two. This my connection with Avatar two, and this is the portion of the show oh. where I talk about what a fucking crazy movie Avatar two is. No, Claire, 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 Claire. No, no. Okay, I won't spoil it. Well, I don't will spoil it. it. No, I will don't spoil, spoil it. Claire. Don't spoil okay. it. Stop. I'm just saying, Jermaine Clement shows up two hours into the movie. <laughs> And was like a jump scare for me on screen. I was like, oh, Jermaine's there. <laughs> and then they yeah. they have uh, so many foreshadowings for his character. And then nothing happens because there's like four more movies or whatever. It's crazy, you guys. It's not a good film. I am very excited to see it. It's not good. I'm so excited. You won't like it. Are you saying that Jermaine Clement really should have just taken over the Avatar 2 production and we gotten the Jermaine Clement He would have done it better. (laughs) I'm not. Like, James Cameron, get the fuck out of there. Let Jermaine... We just want the Jermaine Clement cut. Yeah. Oh, my God. We don't need Avatar 2, 3, 4, and 5. Yeah. Part of me will always defend Avatar, not because I think it's a good movie, but for the longest time, the most famous person, according to famousbirthdays.com, who was born on my birthday, was Sam Worthington. I don't know who that is. My my birthday is especially Carson, dry. He's the for main actor people. in Avatar. I'm gonna be honest. I have seen the movie <laughs> once in like 2010, and I do not remember it at all. This goes to Claire's so, point that there is no lasting cultural impact to Avatar. <laughs> okay, so back or back in the chamber, uh, and then they bring in the the witness the first witness which is Wait, the, no the... colin robinson is also on the council i just want to point that out. oh yeah sorry yes and no, he does sorry. nothing to save them but then he does later so i guess that works out but he just says hello <laughs> i love him okay i kind of forget he's there i kind of forget that he like exists going back to what matt said it's like there's not any i don't know wide angle shot of the entire council so you kind of forget like who's on the council I know. you kind of lose track a little bit it's kind of crazy it's it was funny that colin robinson's there because he clearly has like no power or say. Okay. So remember when they like look at him and he's like, he goes, "Fuck can I do?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he gets a fancy robe, so. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the the vampires get accused of killing the Baron essentially. Although I just want to point out that like in their accusation and and the evidence, right? So they bring in the Baron's uh familiar, first familiar, who uh talks, even though they said that she can't talk, she can. That was hilarious. That that and, earned my second belly laugh. Yeah. And in her testimony, she the first piece of evidence she brings up in this murder trial is that they gave him human food. And then the second piece of evidence that she brings up, less important than the human food, is that they she overheard them trying plotting <laughs> to murder him. That's less important than the fact that they fed him human yeah. food. Well obviously yeah, they're like they're like they gave him some za. Oh yeah. They also wanted to kill him. They also were plotting to murder him. They floated the idea of murdering him. Floated the idea. And then Laszlo says one of my favorite Laszlo lines, which is, she speaks the bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) That earned my third belly laugh of the episode. 
I only laughed twice during this episode, and both of them were in response to the familiar during her witness stand. Witness stand when she walks away, and Nadia just goes, "Bye, bitch." Bye, bitch. <laughs> I have that on my notes. That was my my favorite. I love that. Nadia just like Nadia like like very under her breath. Like you could like easily miss it. And it's just like, "Bye, bitch." <laughs> it's like it's like way down. It's way down in the track. It's great. Uh, then they call Guillermo as a witness, mm. and he immediately confesses, lunch. and they just don't believe him at all. Well, no, at first they first they ask if he is lunch, to which Nadja is like, yes, he's lunch, eat him, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wesley Slape also calls him glasses, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> which is something I will be using against Mr. Matthew from now on. I guess this, this is bullying. They don't know that Matthew has glasses. For, for reference... Listener reference, none of the three of us have glasses except for Matthew. 2020 so, crew. Yeah, I guess I guess the listener also doesn't know that Carson has a micro penis. Put that in the show notes. People need to reference it. Okay. Um, well, anyway, so yeah, they don't believe him that he killed the Baron, and then the the council's like well maybe we should just kill guillermo and then laszlo and nadja raise their hands immediately to kill him <laughs> um but then nandor steps in and when nandor steps in guillermo looks like very happy oh yeah it's really and foreshadowing maybe you notice his reaction like it was crazy yeah he went like oh really and like smiled i was like oh <laughs> I, think I think it was just like oh nandor does care about me maybe he will make me a vampire because he never oh, learned yeah. well yeah, I think it was kind of in response to what Guillermo learned in the familiar room, right? Is that he was kind of almost pitted against the vampires just by what he learned and that Nandor steps up for him and he all that kind of goes to the wayside as he feels again what he once felt for his master. Wow. Getting deep, deep. here on the show. Deep. Textual uh, analysis. Almost as deep as the ocean in Avatar 2, the way of water. In theaters now. Actually, ironically, they don't go that deep in the ocean. And also it oh. takes them a full hour before they get to the ocean parts despite the fact that it is about the ocean it's crazy okay i'm done richie had absolutely no reaction to you doing that at all he Sorry, could have been a still image that was intentional i wanted to see you guys thought i froze no. <laughs> oh my god richie froze just stoic Okay, well, anyway, so they basically are getting accused by the council, so then they run away, and uh, Laszlo basically says every bat for himself and turns into a bat and tries to run away. A terrible escape attempt. Terrible escape attempt, and then... They did so uh, poorly. Guillermo accidentally kills another vampire, which I think is very funny. He, like, takes his little cross and, and shoves the vampire backwards with the power of the cross, but then it's a callback to when he breaks the torch earlier. And then he gets the vampire gets impaled on the wooden stake, which made me ask, like, why do the vampires have anything wooden that be could become a wooden stake? Then, like, that's one of the few things that can kill them. Why do but they have anything have made out of wood? Does it have to be a wooden stake? I think so, right? Is that the Isn't deal? That part of I the feel lore? like it's just any I think kind traditionally, of stake. Yeah. Not like what a beef stake. <laughs> like functionally, I think they can be stabbed through the heart with like anything, and it's like, okay, that counts. You're I don't dead. know. Well, I mean, maybe. But also, they they fully like the Baron like survives being burned and like pretty pretty terribly in the sunlight but he is to be fair like an ultra powerful vampire so mm, i don't know how right. much of that is just vampires in general and much how much of that is like because he is the baron let's compare the baron to that one who dies who the the guy tries to get the attention of earlier standing right next to him screaming and he does nothing <laughs> to you know and then there's the baron 
who is so powerful that he could survive a blast of sunlight. I thought mm-hmm. that little I thought that little chaperone guy was really funny. I I just thought of something that could help out and we're kind of wondering why the Baron can survive being killed. His name is the Undying One. So maybe it's just impossible for him to actually die. Wait, can we make can we make vampire names? Like you remember those Facebook memes that was like if like if your name starts with C, your wolf name is Howling, and then if your last name starts with H, you're Yeah. You know, we need to make vampire names. I'm I'm on vampirenamegenerator.com. Oh my god, yes. Oh my god, okay. I was gonna suggest we have people write um, in. This one's actually kind of bad. It just generates names. I'm looking for something where I can put some input in. Oh, I can do, yeah, you can do first name, last name. I know, okay. I think it will do it. Clun- oh, okay. Uh, you can choose a male or female name, or also a classic vampire name. And I'm just going to say Romani <laughs> vampire name instead of oh. the word they use. Oh, no! Uh, oh, my gosh. I am so- Father Rasputin Vikrov. Also known in some parts of the world as Megatron, no, Metatron what? of Evil. <laughs> Megatron. Great archives the, the record. Metatron uh, of I am of that an is your name, order, Carson. Secretive and mysterious. It is said I worship the oak and Carson, burn Carson, wicker men. Stop doxing yourself as we do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he's the Metatron. Crazy. If you were Romani, Carson, you'd be Lancelot Mar, the Who? Tiger oh. of Austria. You have caused great devastation across the banks of the Great River, Carson. Wait, guys, Sunday's like to me. I need to take these quizzes. You know what? I'm okay with this. I'm Mademoiselle Roslana Lang, also known in some of the world as Quan Yin of Paris, the Great Archives record. She is a dark one, ancient, flying free above all others. Why does it make me sound like kind of like sexy and mysterious? Flying free. I above all others like... except for Carson. Okay, yo, yo. I apologize to let you guys all know I'm by far the coolest one. Okay, wait, my wait, Romani what's yours? name? What's yours? My Romani name? Balo Black. <laughs> Ooh. That's really good. Wait, guys. I don't find it. <laughs> my, my Romani vampire name is just Paul Coleridge. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, one fall. Just said, he said he oh, is white a man name. Okay. <laughs> he is a thief of gold and hearts and cannot be trusted. So yeah, that's about it. Relation to Samuel except Taylor for the hearts. Forward. Sorry, guys. My Romani vampire name is <laughs> it's Queenie Wolf. Why is that like a drag queen name for like a furry? That is, isn't that a pink lady an incredible in Greece? Incredible name. <laughs> is it? No. Oh my god. That sounds like it could be though. Sorry, we really got sidetracked, huh? No, that this is great content. So basically, they be running away from the council, uh, but they get caught and they get thrown in a well where they're supposed to get burned by the sunlight when the sun comes up. It's a good-looking public confess park. hard truths. Good. That is a great, that's a great point. Where is this? Is this next to the park? Wait, hold up. They're in a well, but it is very far from any buildings. Oh, so tunnels. how do they get there? There's tunnels. <laughs> I'm sorry. But yes, but that must be one very long tunnel because you don't see the building at all. Yeah. I so mean, this must a be lot... one massive tunnel. Provided we are actually in New York, there's a lot of underground infrastructure to New York since like the 1800s. It's actually very impressive. But yes. Uh, they, they confess hard truths in 
in the in the well. What Laszlo is Jack the Ripper. He he admits to it. I I feel like intimated to that earlier in the episode or earlier in the season, right? Yes. He basically said he was. Uh, in his vulva garden, one of the vulvas is the first victim of Jack the Ripper, and that is something that both Claire and I looked up, I believe. Interesting. So was that like a a, a fun little catch we made, and not like a a, a big thing? Was that supposed to be like a well, so Richie, a has changed, Richie has changed his name to Ballo Black on the call. <laughs> 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 and yeah i think that we're smart and we caught that wow look at us uh so laszlo admits <laughs> that nandor admits that he misses his horse john and Naja just screams Gregor. <laughs> yeah i was gonna say I, that was kind of sad like I, I would feel bad for laszlo at that point when Naja just yells gregor and they're about to die no, you know what it reminds me yeah but me i think laszlo knows he's like he knows yeah. what he ranks in, in, yeah. the, in the like hierarchy of not to be, I, I think Lazlo is pretty pretty confident. I don't think he cares. <laughs> oh, when they're in the well, something I did think about is like if they could just bat out of there. Like I was like wondering if like the little like slits at the top were big oh enough, God, and they were. Such a good point. Well, I didn't they would even have, think about that. They would have batted they be out into the sunlight. Uh, like the, yeah. the so shadow of the, the well day. was what was saving them. Oh and yeah. As the yeah. They were in there beforehand, right? Uh, no, never mind. Right. Yeah, you're right. No, no, they put them in there when the sun was already in the well. And then uh, Colin Robinson comes to rescue them with the big umbrella, oh, yes. and Nandor assumes it's an eclipse, which is very funny. <laughs> is this yeah. an eclipse? It is an eclipse. Yeah, it's not. No, and then no, he's... <laughs> I love that Colin Robinson, uh, I have a relative who does this, like, introduces himself every time as if they don't know who it is. He goes, it's me, Colin Robinson, your roommate. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You have a relative that does that? I do. I'm not going to name her, but every I've met her, you know, about once a year for my entire life. And every time I meet her, she I'll just call her, uh, what's like a woman's name? Amanda. I'll just, oh. <laughs> she comes up to me and she's like, oh, you probably don't remember me. I'm Amanda. And I'm like, yeah, I've met you about 50 <laughs> times. I do know who you are. Yes, I do remember you. Thank you. Wait, if you put the vampire name back into the vampire name generator, what do you get? Oh, I don't know. Balo Black. Okay, Baron Sasha Zhajik. Once again, Sasha is like a Russian name. Mm -hmm. Zhajik sounds more like S Slovenian, perhaps, or the Ick, probably Croatian. Guys, I don't know, though. I think this is legit because when I put um, Naja of Antipaxos in there, the name that I got is Suzanne Frost, and it's just known in some parts of the world as Hecate of the New York Sewers. So I'm just saying wow. that seems kind of... Um... Seems like a pizza. Laszlo Craven's were of his father, Jurgen Young. Huh? Also known as Mazeltov of Slaves and Chains. Sick what? metal band name, by the way. Oh my god. Uh, well, I feel bad for the camera crew because some of them get left at the bottom of the well. Oh, uh, yes. That was really, that, <laughs> that earned my fourth or fifth belly laugh. I don't know what I'm at. But they got that got a real laugh. Colin Robinson really funny. or the the guys at the end. The guy the guys that they're like, oh, you left the camera crew down there. I was like, <laughs> I laughed I was, when I realized cool. that. So at the end, they're like walking with um Naja, Nandor, and Laszlo in a cage as bats, and Colin keeps like kind of like messing with the cage because he's being annoying, and 
Guillermo scolds him, and I realize in that moment that Guillermo only refers to him as Colin Robinson. He's never like Colin. He goes, they all stop do. it, Colin Robinson. <laughs> he doesn't just say, stop it, Colin. Like, he just, full first name, last name. <laughs> they all do. I think that, yeah. I think so. But they, later on, I think they do start to call him Colin. Gordon Robinson. Gordon. Well, later on, they Colin call Robinson. him the creature that the, called out of our the dead friend Colin Robinson. The creature that called out of the, <laughs> the our dear friend, friend, Colin dead Robinson. friend Colin Robinson. Yeah. Good times. Well, that's, that's all I got. the end of the episode. I, got, I got some IMDb. Oh, oh yeah, we got the Hitchcock it, review. Please, oh, I forgot. Please. Oh, sorry. My, my, I used to be on Hitchcock, but now I'm on like that dude's list. <laughs> <laughs> oh. By the way, if you're wondering who the number one person he likes... Haley Kiyoko. <laughs> Famous lesbian icon Haley Kiyoko. <laughs> and then She's... and then Bridget Mendler. Oh, so he's uh, just a lemonade mouth. Good luck, fan. Charlie. Dude, hit song. Yeah, so just a lemonade mouth fan. Because they're both in lemonade mouth. Okay. Alright. Haley Kiyoko is hot though. She's very hot. Okay. I have Hitchcock up. Okay. It is rated a ten out of ten by oh. Hitchcock. Um Good Morning Sunshine. Is the name of the review. After the death of an old vampire, the group must appear before a trial council. If convicted, they will be done away with, using the sun as the executioner. <laughs> of course, we know from the previous episode Guillermo's carelessness killed the old guy, burning him to a crisp. The old guy. <laughs> what is funny is the interesting jury. I'm not a fan of current vampire movies, so I'm not the least so, so I'm not the least bit knowledgeable about the characters. Okay. Many of them appear in this episode. Guillermo is a really heroic figure, but never gets a chance to benefit from his accents. Aww. Once again, that must be forced to toe the line, and with someone, somewhere, needs to show they were not responsible for the death. That didn't yeah. make any sense. Was, was that like one sauce? sitting drunk when was he wrote that? Okay. Was, was he, he down the in the hitch sauce? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was. Four deep, the desperate prayers of a of a drunk of a cursed man. I I will say there was also another review from he who shall not be named because he sucks. Oh yeah. So I don't think I should it? read it. No, I think you have to read it. No, you have to read it now. Nine. Okay. Oh, uh, from this person, um, seeing also seeing spelt with one e, you dumbass. Um, seeing all of our favorite actors interacting with each other and making fun of themselves was refreshing and hilarious. I like the micro-universe of vampires they, that they created. Okay, well that's Sounds positive. Like seven or eight, so two sentences for a review. Pretty good. Cock. <laughs> and, and also, Has this man not learned the five-paragraph essay yet? My God. Yeah, exactly. Also, I... Uh, this is just like a review that it's not that good, but it has a line in there that I think is just funny. And it's from Silver Hair Devil, first of all. But it goes, the first line is, I'm not a comedy fan. Which I think is hilarious. Like, you don't it's enjoy crazy. laughing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only dramas. Like, like, you don't enjoy funny things? What do you enjoy? Why are you watching this? Yeah. Silver Hair Devil. You're watching the comedy show. Well, any it's other sauce. notes? Any other notes before we it's do sauce, our uh, sauce, gluten ratings, our gatings, and our stratings? I'm scared Matt's <laughs> going to steal mine, or one of you guys is going to steal my ratings, and I'll oh, have nothing to think of. Oh, I have no idea what I, oh, I have to think of it. I have oh, one oh, very one. specific one. 
This episode has Tilda Swinton in it. So I, since she played uh, the White Witch in Narnia, and I'm recently rereading The Magician's Nephew, the first Narnia book, I give this episode two rings out of three on the fingers of Jadis, the White Witch of Narnia. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a reference for you C.S. Lewis fans in the crowd. For the straight rating, I'd give three out of the five confirmed, but probably countless more victims of Jack the Ripper, a.k.a. Laszlo Clavenworth. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. For my gating, I will give it two out of seven strokes by Paul Rubens in an adult theater. <laughs> what? God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I think uh, I'm going to give this episode... For a gay rating, actually, like zero out of zero blade poses that we were due in this episode. But is that a good or bad rating? I don't know. I don't know. I stole your Paul Rubens one. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then for my famous gluten free rating, because they do not consume any gluten and they actually uh, seem disgusted at the thought of consuming gluten, the the human food, I'm giving this um, 10 out of 10 (laughs) gallons of barren vomit. So. Gluten That's colon the human food. <laughs> <laughs> the human food of gluten, yeah. So Well, what an episode. Alright, well, um thank you so much for listening. You can find us on social media at scramblies underscore pod on Instagram, Twitter, and mostly TikTok. You can email us. If you send us an email, we will chat you out at the beginning of the show, like our pal Allison. Our email is brainscramblyspod at gmail.com. And as we do at the end of every episode, I'll sign off with our famous catchphrase, Boss Baby, eat anything. But Boss Baby, we know, can't have the thing because Boss Baby eat anything. Boss Baby eat anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. I, I found out what that reminded me of, and it's like, it's from a good Drew Gooden video where like, his wife thinks the I, Tanya movie is it only yes! a movie. Yes! <laughs> it only a movie! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, thank you, Richie. I reference that all the time. I love it. That's my Minecraft username. <laughs> oh.